Designing a nursery for your little one is something that is often an afterthought for many parents and many mums often share their frustrations with me. You really need to start with the planning of your nursery early on to ensure that you end up with something that works for both parent and baby. Also, with the current madness sweeping the world, don't assume that you can get hold of materials quickly and easily. Trust me, you'll have plenty to keep you busy once your little one has arrived. So there's no better time to get started with your nursery designs than right now. To help with your baby nursery design, I was delighted to speak with Naomi Ko, the author of Your Perfect Nursery. Naomi is an interior designer who specialises in nurseries, so she knows her stuff and her book is a must for any expecting parent. In this episode, you'll hear Naomi share some great insights and tips on creating the nursery of your dreams. After all, it's your space and it's important you feel comfortable and cosy and safe. And when you feel that way, then the baby will feel that way. Helen Thompson and welcome to First Time Mums Chat. I'm a childcare educator and baby massage instructor. I know that being a parent for the first time is challenging and changes your life in every way imaginable. To help ease your transition into parenthood, I aim to offer supportive, holistic approaches and insights for mums of babies aged mainly from four weeks to 10 months old. My goal is to assist you to become the most confident parent you can and smooth out the bumps along the way. This podcast is brought to you by My Baby Massage. To find out how Baby Massage can help you to increase your confidence and feel more connected with your baby, check out My Baby Massage introduction video at mybabymassage.net forward slash intro. Let's do this together. This podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute medical advice. Please contact a medical practitioner if you are concerned or have any medical issues. Now on to the interview. Hi Naomi and welcome to First Time Mums Chat. It's a pleasure to have you here. I'm really looking forward to to talking with you about baby nursery ideas. Sure. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. So I am an interior designer and I specialize specifically in nurseries, which is a definitely a niche that has a lot of specific challenges. So we're definitely very different than any other type of design studio. And, you know, we work on kids rooms as well, but I would say probably at least 85% of what I do is nursery specific. So, ah, so if, if a mom sort of comes to you for the first time, who's wanting a nursery and is feeling a little bit overwhelmed and thinking, gosh, what do I actually need? How do you help? Because I know in your book, you have a roadmap. How does it work? Yeah. So the book is more or less in kind of a chronological order as far as where to start and then how to progress through designing your nursery. And there's definitely a couple of major points that I outline in the book. The roadmap you're referring to is the 
getting started phase. So the first step would be evaluating all of the products that you already have. And that can be any little baby items or furniture or even things like hand-me-downs or a special piece of art that maybe you have that you want to use. Because it's important to gather all of that information before you start so you know what things you want to include and then you know what areas you need to fill in not only with product but budget wise when you start thinking about your budget so that's the first step is definitely to do that evaluation and then the next thing i recommend is what i call identifying a seed item and what i mean by seed is kind of your inspiration from which the rest of the design will grow so that's why we call it a seed item oh right okay and Yeah. And that can be anything. I mean, I've had clients come to me with a photo from a vacation and they say, we want this feeling in the nursery. And so we build around that. It really can be anything, even a feeling or a memory or things like that. I've done pieces of clothing. We've had people bring clothing to us and say, I love the vibe of this. Anything like that for the new person who's looking to do their nursery It doesn't have to be so abstract. You can just look around for styles that you like, images that you like, things like that, to just get a feel for something that's going to inspire you. And does it have to be very expensive? Because some mums always always think, oh gosh, help. I want to do my nursery and I want it to be really nice, but I may not have the budget that I want. I know designs can be quite expensive. Correct. And the answer to that is no, it absolutely does not have to be expensive. Uh, Just the nature of my job, most of the nurseries I work on tend to be fairly expensive, but they certainly don't have to be. And back to that same checklist, one of the things that I recommend is to think about your budget as early as possible, because what happens with nurseries, especially for first-time parents who don't know what they need, those costs add up over time as they realize things that they need. So mm-hmm. I always recommend working through a checklist up front so you can budget out what you have, where you want to put that budget, do the research on what items you're actually going to need for the space and where they're going to fit. So when it gets towards the end, you're not scrambling to find money to fill in the things that you forgot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's important. To me, it'd be much better to have it nice and cozy and have a nice cozy chair where you can just sit and be with your baby. And when your baby gets up at night, you've got somewhere comfortable to sit and just comfortable to be. Even if you're just sitting next to them while they're in the cot and just reading a book, you need to have something that's really comfortable and and cozy and light to the eye, something natural to the eye, but Mm -hmm. not too loud. Babies don't really know what the room's going to be. It's going to be when they get older Mm -hmm. that you were talking about. Exactly. You've got to have it open to expansion. So you start basic and then you can build from there. Yeah. And with my company, a lot of clients want to design it top top to bottom right from the get-go. And that's totally fine too. But I do recommend, especially with people who aren't really sure if they're going to have more kids, maybe they don't know if they're going to stay in the home they're currently at. You can just start with those basic items and Mm -hmm. build it out down the line. I don't recommend going crazy with things. As you mentioned, the kid isn't going to care yet. Yeah, (laughs) well, that's right. And they will. 
that's the thing too, is that they will start to care. There's an age when they're going to start developing their own wants and desires for what they like. And it's great to be able to take advantage of those first couple of years when they can't. Yes. <laughs> so when it can be your space, when it can be comfortable for you, because you're going to be the one as the parent who's going to be using that space the most. Yeah, and you're going to be the one that's going to be in there changing the nappy slash diaper. You're yes. going to be wanting to have all the things to hand that are easy for you to get hold of right. so that when you're changing them, you've got it all there. But when they get older, they might say, no, I don't want that there. I want this here. And, I'll... and a toddler is quite informative about what they want. Yes, they can be very opinionated. <laughs> so is there any sort of safety? I know here in Australia, mm -hmm. we have SIDS which yes. is a safety thing. But is there anything, apart from the obvious, any safety aspect that you would recommend that parents think about at least before they design the nursery? Yeah, and there's an entire chapter about this in the book just because it can be very extensive depending on how much you're going to do in the space. But like you said, obvious things, electric cords, pretty much any cord. So a cord that's got electrical, but also a cord that maybe is hanging from blinds or um, other window treatments, anything that's flexible that could get wrapped around a neck or something like that mm -hmm. uh, is definitely something you want to very carefully deal with. And uh, placement of furniture is something else that I think a lot of people don't really know about. Mainly the crib or the cot will be the piece that you need to pay attention to the most. I definitely recommend keeping that away from windows and direct yeah. sunlight. And let's see, you want to also keep it in a position that's going to be functional for you. So if you can see into the crib from the hallway, that's always a really good thing because you don't have to walk into the room <coughs> or turn a corner before you can see into the crib. Yes. So having yes. that visual line is always great. And of course, monitors are super helpful if you want to keep an eye on things. I could keep going. There's so much safety. Oh, no, no, I know. <laughs> I was also thinking, like you said, not close to a window. I was also thinking mm -hmm. about blinds. Yes. Because sometimes the cords yes. on blinds, um, babies like to tug on things. Absolutely. And, Anything like know, that needs to yeah. be tied up or secured or even removed, depending on what it is. Yeah, I think those are the common sense ones. And I guess, mm -hmm. you know, and there's the SIDS, but that's got nothing to do with design. That's more to do with um, how they sleep. And So the SIDS, um, for those who don't know, stands for Sudden Infant Death Syndrome. Yeah, yeah. And uh, a lot of it is unknown. Doctors don't know 100% what causes it. So there's a lot that we do to try to help. <laughs> with yes. that situation and airflow is definitely one of the biggest things so ceiling fans good air circulation in the room that's also one of the reasons why you don't want to have direct sunlight on the crib because it can overheat uh, yes, the baby i didn't think of that no uh, blankets no pillows no stuffed animals while they're little inside of the crib and i'm sure it varies a little bit depending on what your doctor says, but whether they're placed on their back or on their stomach when they're sleeping, I know that varies mm. quite a bit depending on their exact age and if they've got colic and various other things. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's a doctor question. No, Definitely that is a doctor's question. Doctor. I agree. <laughs> yeah. I just mentioned it because I know a lot of parents mm. 
um, worry about that's a doctor's question or it's a safety yeah. question that we can give them the basics. Yeah. So we've covered the first steps to designing a nursery, mm-hmm. but what's the next step after you've done your budgeting and you've decided you want X amount of budget? So the first thing that I usually do, and I recommend this for anybody, whether you have a designer or not, is to work out your floor plan because that's going to determine how many pieces you can fit, what size pieces you can fit. And you can't really start shopping until you know those things. So Mm. whether it's measuring the room and drawing it out on graph paper or using an app on your phone or even just using tape to tape out where you want to put certain furniture, figure that out soon so you can then use that to create a shopping list you know I can fit a dresser that's this many inches wide so you know what to to look for when you're shopping Mm -hmm. I am really passionate about first time moms chat and providing a weekly resource that helps parents who are new to the whole world of parenting and I want to hear from you I warmly welcome questions and feedback and comments on my podcast episodes I am always on the lookout to interview mums who are doing amazing things. Is your little one suffering from colic or constipation? I may have just the thing to help you experience less crying, less stress and have a happier, more contented little one and household. Just go to mybabymassage.net forward slash colic to get your free colic remedies cheat sheet. Start soothing your baby and get some much needed rest and build a deeper bond with your baby that grows stronger every day. That's mybabymassage.net forward slash colic. So please reach out by sending me an email at support at mybabymassage.net. Yeah, that's really important because somebody designs a beautiful nursery and they go out and do all the shopping and they've got all this beautiful furniture and they think, oh gosh, help, this doesn't fit. Yes. And (laughs) And with all of the shipping delays and all the issues with furniture now, you definitely want to make sure when it finally arrives that it will fit. Yes. That's the last thing a pregnant mum wants to stress is she's finally done it all and about a month before the baby's due it all arrived and she's thinking oh gosh it doesn't fit what am I going to do yeah same goes with things like drapery if you're going to do curtains measure them first measure your wall your window anything you can do to make sure that the pieces you get are correct because returning things and dealing with shipments and all that when you're pregnant or expecting a child is yes it's overwhelming enough but having that to contend with as well because you want it to be a nice space for when you come back with the baby whether you have your birth at home or in the hospital you still want the nursery to be a nice space for both of you exactly yeah and I think it's also important to mention that the nursery doesn't have to be done by the time the baby comes home because they don't necessarily need a full-size crib they don't you know necessarily need a full changing table at the beginning. So if something gets delayed, which it happens all the time now, I always tell my clients not to worry as long as they have a safe bassinet or a cradle or a co-sleeper. You can change a baby on a bed, on the floor. You don't need a full changing table. So it's going to be okay if things get delayed, if things get backordered. 
There's not yes. a ton that you really absolutely need to have. Yeah, and I think that's important because you don't want to overwhelm parents with giving them too much to mm-hmm. contend with. I've also worked with quite a few clients who don't want to complete the nursery beforehand because it's bad luck in their culture. So ah. if that's the case, same thing. You can prepare with the necessities and then have your plan for what you would like to purchase for the rest of the nursery and then just wait. And you can always get that stuff later mm, or start a, the rest of the design. That's, yeah, that's interesting. surprisingly common. I think that's very interesting, especially if a mom doesn't know if they're having a boy or a girl and they may not want to do a design that's particularly for a boy or particularly for a girl. It doesn't have to be gender specific. Exactly. We did a little design a couple of years ago for a boy that was floral. And I thought it was so sweet because the client had a family history of farming and they had a honey farm. And so oh, flowers were very important to her and like bees and honey and those kind of visuals. And so we did florals in this boy's room and it was great. Yeah. I guess it's the design of of the parent and of the family as well. It's mm-hmm. not just for the baby. It's You're creating a space that's very much you, which is also incorporating mm-hmm. the life of the baby. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So I think also one thing that, especially when we're talking about budget, is important to consider. There's a couple of things. There's shipping costs, sales tax, yes. and then insulation. So if you order wallpaper, you might have budgeted for the wallpaper, but have you budgeted for the installation? And some people are comfortable with DIY and they want to do things themselves, which is great. But what happens occasionally is they try and realize this is too much. I need to hire a a contractor or handyman to come. So allowing for those types of things and trying to anticipate in advance what those costs will be, painting the room or installing a chandelier that requires electrical, anything like that. Sometimes people forget to allow for those costs. And those costs always happen at the end. So again, it's one Mm. of those things that kind of springs up towards the end and can add to the budget. And they might be costs that you didn't um, budget for. Exactly. Yes. And on the flip side, one of the advantages that could work is baby showers. So some people will add some of these nursery items to their registry. So they'll get them as gifts. The smaller things, maybe your crib sheets or uh, little decor pieces, the in-laws purchase the crib or something like that. So using your registry can also be helpful in that way. And I see a lot of people putting things on their registry that they don't need, uh, especially they don't need now. So I see people putting those little seats for toddlers. It's a little inset that goes inside of a chair. And I think you won't need that for two years. Get that off your registry. Focus on the nursery. They're not going to need baby silverware for a couple of years, things like that. So if you can focus it to the nursery and things that your baby is going to need pretty soon, that's going to save you money and Mm -hmm. also allow you to kind of tailor and simplify what you're going to purchase. If you're looking to streamline and simplify and cut costs, then certainly just focus on those nursery items and that'll help a lot. 
And it, it can be very basic nurseries and it can be beautiful and gorgeous without having to cost a lot. And you can have a designer like you who can say, right, I can help you with the budget that you've got. So let's think about what's important. Exactly. Yes. And of course, most of my clients do want a very cohesive designer look. So that would be the bulk of the types of people that I work. But in writing the book and even just in my life, watching my friends have babies, my family and everything, then that's a much more uh, common (laughs) uh, way to go about it. So what's the name of your book? It's called Your Perfect Nursery. And I titled it that actually on purpose because as we talked about a little bit before, I wanted to really get across the notion that it's for you. It's yours, not the babies, not Instagrams, not anybody you're trying to impress. You know, it's for you. It's your space where you should feel comfortable and cozy and safe. Mm-hmm. And when you feel that way, then the baby will feel that way. Yes, I think that's important because it's mm-hmm. going to be a cozy space, as we said at the beginning. Yeah. Where you can feel comfortable to to get out of bed in your nighty and just slippers and just go and pick <laughs> up baby and breastfeed or doing whatever you need to do. So I think there's probably umpteen questions and I could spend hours talking to you about designing a nursery. I get a lot of questions about where to start. And I know we talked mm-hmm. a little bit about some of those steps as far as where to start, but people sometimes get hung up on the style. So they see images, they're pulling inspiration from Instagram and Pinterest and the internet mm-hmm. and whatever, and they can't figure out what direction to go in. Uh, because sometimes if you have saved, let's say you've saved 10 pictures, they're all a little different. Maybe one's one style, one's another style, and they have a hard time figuring out what their style is based on what they find themselves liking. And that is super, super common. And I usually tell those people that, A, you don't have to stay within one particular style, and you can certainly combine styles. And Mm. C, if you are able to evaluate those images based on if you can pull out what the things are that you like from that image. Maybe it's the crib in this photo. Maybe it's the light and airiness in the next photo. Maybe it's the style of drapery in another photo. So if you can pull those things out, then that will give you a better idea (laughs) of what you're looking for rather than I have to do mid-century modern because that picture I like is mid-century modern. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, you can adapt. You can make it modern and yeah you can do a bit of both yeah Yeah, absolutely I I get that and you mentioned at the beginning too that you don't want to have too much of a design style beginning because it'll change as the baby grows so if somebody wants to find out about you and find out about your book and how to get in touch with you, how do they go about doing it? I can do many things online. So we do e-designs and virtual consultations, but generally we stick to US and Canada for those because the safety regulations are different. Right. And I'm not familiar with other countries' safety standards. The book is available pretty much everywhere. So it's on Amazon, Target, Barnes & Noble, uh, and it's called Your Perfect Nursery. And my company is called Little Crown Interiors, and I'm on Instagram 
at Little Crown Interiors. I, I highly recommend having a look at your book. I haven't read all of it, but it's very interesting. And for a new mum, I would say that it's very informative and it's very helpful. So to any new mum, I highly recommend that they take a look at it. Okay, Naomi, thank you so much for talking to me. I really enjoyed talking to you. I learned so much. Thank you. Yes, wonderful. Naomi shared some great tips and insights, and I'm sure you've picked up some ideas on getting started with your nursery design. I know for me, there were a few points raised that I had not thought of before. I suggest checking out Naomi's book, her website, Facebook page, and Instagram, and I've included links to these in the show notes, which can be accessed at mybabymassage.net forward slash podcast forward slash zero seven zero please help me spread the word to other mums by rating and reviewing my podcast on apple podcast yes this helps me to support more mums just like you for a smooth journey into the exciting world of parenting